We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. It has been a very, very news-heavy week in college football with coaches going other places, names in the transfer portal, and of course, we've got championship weekend upon us in college football. We are joined now by Bill Bender of the Sporting News. Good morning, Bill. We'll get to all that here in a second, but we want to ask you about a thing here locally. Adrian Martinez, Nebraska's quarterback, the past four seasons officially entered his name into the transfer portal yesterday. When you looked at him... I'm curious, you're an outsider not from Nebraska, so I'm curious your view on his career as a quarterback and what kind of interest do you think he has in the transfer portal uh, this offseason? Yeah, I saw, you know, there were a couple jokes out there that he's been a quarterback for 15 years in the college level, and I think it's just because he's played so many games. But, I mean, there's a lot of playmaking ability there, but, you know, obviously wherever he winds up – He'll have to cut down on the turnovers, and that's kind of been the story of his career. But uh, you know, a leader, a playmaker, and uh, but I think it works for both ways. to find a different quarterback to uh, try to take that next step with the Huskers. Bill Bender joins us from the Sporting News. Let's let's switch this to a national conversation. I'm really interested, Bill and what you think Oklahoma is going to do. Me and Jake have talked about that position a lot, the head coaching job at Oklahoma, which Lincoln Riley left for to go take the same job at USC. Do you have any thoughts on what Oklahoma should do? Yeah, I mean, I think they should go after Josh Heifel. Who oh, did you hear that? I did, I did hear did that. Did you hear I that? I did hear that. Okay, Interesting. why do you say that, Bill? Well, I think, you know, offensive coach, everything he's done at UCF, at um, Tennessee this year. I think yeah. he did an impressive job at Tennessee winning seven games. And if you watch them, they they didn't win, but they at least competed with Georgia and Alabama with a team that shouldn't be able to do that. Um, and, and then he's from there, played quarterback, all that kind of stuff. And Bob Stoops is going to be handpicking this guy, you know, Ooh. after he takes his 325000 for the bowl game. And uh, I think Heupel fits well. Hmm, good fit. See that, Jake? That's yeah. what I've been saying, Bill. That's what I've been I, saying. I'm curious, Bill, because you know it looks like they're going to have the D.C. at Notre Dame stick around. So you still have names like Luke Fickle that could jump to a bigger job or, or Matt Campbell at Iowa State that could jump to a bigger job. You don't, Do you not like those names at Oklahoma? I like Matt Campbell more because okay. he's played in the Big 12. But you know, Luke Fickle's commitment to Cincinnati is in part due – because of the strong roots he has in Ohio, I am a little surprised that he isn't going to be Notre Dame's next coach, but some of it's timing. You know, if Cincinnati wasn't in the playoff mix, you wonder if that would be a little bit different. Obviously, the players seem to love Marcus Freeman, and that's a big deal there. And, um, you know, Cincinnati's coming to the Big 12, so with Oklahoma going out. So I think Luke Fickle's actually going to stay put, and I always thought Notre Dame would be his next stop, but I guess I was wrong on that one. That's a good point about Cincinnati going, you know, going into the Big Twelve. Well, we'll see on all that. Now, what was your level of surprise with Lincoln Riley bolting? 
pretty surprised because I mean, when you're 55 and 10 somewhere and you're set up for success, you, you develop this quarterback you of sorts with Caleb Williams was set to be the next one. And he's going to win some games over the next couple of years to go to USC. It, it was a little stunning, but you know, the more I think about it, Steve, I think he's going to do all right at USC. If yeah. he can keep those kids on the West coast, mm-hmm. you already saw the quarterback decommit and, and commit to USC and get that offense rolling. I mean, they're going to be in position to win Pac-12 championships again, and that'll be good for college football. They're one of those programs. You always hear that phrase. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't necessarily believe that all the time, but in USC's case, I do. Yeah, that, 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 that when they're good, it's better for college football. Going back to the job you left real quick, you know, Bill, Oklahoma, we, we've talked about you know that, that school has been very successful for a long time, but moving to the SEC is probably what, what maybe scared Lincoln Riley off to go to the Pac-12 and potentially dominate that conference. When you look at that element, this that aspect of this, Bill, you know, is, is the Oklahoma job less attractive now than it was, let's say, three years ago? I just think they're going to be, have to transition into becoming an SEC program. It, you know, the Nebraska job wasn't worse when they went from the Big 12 to the Big 10. Right. I think it was better. Um, and it's going to take a while, but one of the long-term things that I think is going to help Oklahoma's once they're wearing that SEC patch in places like Florida, Georgia, and Alabama, they'll be able to recruit a little bit better in those places. So whoever they get has to have a little bit of SEC background to them. And that's, again, another reason, and I know Sip agrees with me, because Sip and I like being on the same page, is, is Josh Hype will be a good fit. <laughs> yeah, you guys are on the same page. <laughs> All right, big game. keep driving that on you, Jake. Okay. Yeah, I know. I, I'm, I, you go ahead. I like, Go ahead. Yeah, I really I really like Heupel or Campbell in that Oklahoma job. Okay, the game was last weekend. I mean, it was riveting. I think it captured the imagination of the nation, Michigan, Ohio State. What is How is Ohio State's fan base? You're right in Ohio. You're right in there in the Columbus area. What is the, the reaction you've seen from your friends and people around, around Columbus to Ohio State losing that game? Not as bad as I thought it would be. I think part of it is it is one loss in 10 years. So, and <laughs> yeah. they, in some ways, it was so identical to the way that they lost to Oregon that I think it's just, okay, well, what do we do now? You know, uh, did they go get, I think their, their offseason move is to get an experienced defensive coordinator. You know, one of those million dollar defensive coordinators and figure out how to, uh, Fix the run defense because, Steve, that was so striking how Michigan beat them in the same fashion that Oregon did. They just ran the ball. They stopped the run. They kept it simple. And, you know, Cade McNamara played a pretty good game too. Yeah, he did. Bill, regarding Michigan, you know, if, if they were to beat Iowa, they're big favorites against Iowa in the Big Ten Championship tomorrow, and they'll, they'll be a playoff team. How, how good of a chance do you give if they, if they win tomorrow to actually make some noise and potentially win the college football playoff? Now, this is a Jim. This is finally. It's taken a while, but this is that Jim Harbaugh team that resembles what he had at Stanford in in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. You know, they just run the ball, punishing style. Have some great pass rush from Ajabo and Hutchison. I think the first quarter is huge tomorrow because it's it'll tell us you know how much carryover momentum do they have versus you know Iowa's kind of a slow starting team. So if Michigan can knock them out early. Um, 
to get that momentum going. I mean, I did not have State, uh, Stetson Bennett versus Cade McNamara in the national championship game. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> no, no, not necessarily. I don't think so. No. <laughs> no. Well, here's another thing, not to interrupt, but the more I think about it, my buddy, one of my good buddies has been texting me a lot about it. I think Alabama has a better shot of winning tomorrow than people think because it's still Alabama, and they're not going to back down from Georgia. I think that game is going to be a lot of fun. Well, that needs to be watched then. I, yeah, I need to see that game. Um, now, now, Billy, you have a Heisman ballot, and we're not supposed to. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if we're not supposed to discuss it at length or whatever. But what are you doing? What are you doing, Billy, with your Heisman ballot? Are you going to put Aiden Hutchinson on there? I have no idea right now. I, I, I have to watch the games this weekend, and I'm going to let that kind of take us there. I know we're not supposed to say who we're going to vote for, so I'll just say it this way: If Bryce Young leads Alabama past Georgia, there's he's probably going to win it. I would think. Um, it's a big you know, Kenny Pickett's a guy that, that deserves yep. consideration. Aiden Hutchinson and Jordan Davis do. C.J. Stroud does. And I think Matt Corral, you know, Ole Miss is going to go to a New Year's Day Six Bowl. In any other year where the Heisman wasn't what it was, I mean, he'd probably be a lock in some ways. So I think that's kind of the pool you're dealing with. But how I stack them up, and <laughs> I have no idea. I'm going to have to watch these games this weekend. This is the hardest year yet, Steve. Pretty hard. We look at this weekend, Bill. I mean, there's there, if Alabama loses, are are they out of the playoff with two losses, or will they? If if it's a close game, will the committee keep them in? I think they're out. Okay, yeah, but I mean, a close game, it'll depend on what happens around them. Um, you know, no two loss team has made the playoff. If any two loss team were to make the playoff, Alabama would be the first to do it. We all know that. Um, but I, I think it's going to depend on the game. But like you said, if this is like the best game of the year, and it's going to feel like a playoff game. It's going to feel like a national championship game. I just think they haven't really been the same Alabama team we're used to. I mean, these close calls against LSU, the loss in A&M, close call last week against Auburn. And and to be fair, yeah, most of that team from last year went to the NFL. But it, in some ways, they're just not the same. So if the dominoes all fall correctly this week, there's a chance Notre Dame still gets in the playoff and Brian Kelly's gone. I mean, are, are, how shocked are you that he would leave, that he still had a chance to be in the playoff this season at his old school? Uh, somebody pointed out to me yesterday, nine Power 5 jobs have been filled on December 2nd. Not not fired, Jeez. filled. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's part of this signing day being bumped up, everything that comes with that, and... Um, it's a wild environment. Like if you would have, of all the things that happened this week, and with when Brian Kelly left, it was kind of like okay, that's fine. But knowing that he left with Notre Dame being eleven and one, like you said, I mean, yeah. Mark, there there is a chance. And here is the here is the playoff that the TV networks want. They would want Alabama to beat Georgia, and they'd want Oklahoma State and Cincinnati to lose, so they could get Alabama versus Notre Dame and have Marcus Freeman coach against Alabama, and then Georgia and Michigan. That's what they want. That would be enticing. That would be really good. I'd love to see all that. I don't know what the I think, I don't know. I think we all would, right? Yeah, I don't know what the exact chances are, but, well, Billy? Yeah, wait, Bill, last thing, would you assume that if Alabama loses, even though Notre Dame's not playing anybody, right? They're not I playing this weekend. Uh, if, if Oklahoma State were to beat Baylor in the Big 12 Championship, would they then be the, the fourth playoff team? Well, I think 
uh, we'll see. It's going to come down to Oklahoma State and Cincinnati. You know, Cincinnati, if they blow the doors off Houston, I think they're in. If they struggle against Houston and Oklahoma State wins, then you got, what, you got Georgia, Michigan, I guess Cincinnati, and then, well, Cincinnati would still be in, then it'd be Oklahoma State. But, you know, if you're – it's just if your Cincinnati and the last decision becomes Cincinnati, Oklahoma State somehow, you just better be careful with that one. And I, I think the Bearcats deserve to be in. I would hate to see them get pushed out. Bill, always great stuff. Enjoy the games this weekend, and we will chat with you down the road. Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me on, guys. Take great care. Stuff. Bill Bender of the Sporting News. Cincinnati better better win convincingly, right? Yeah, I you can't mess around and win that game by seven. I'm, right. I'm curious – how that would go with the playoff committee. Especially if Oklahoma State convincingly beat Baylor. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. God, Oklahoma State. The there, there'll be no mercy this weekend for any of those games. You know, if, if a team's up a lot, they're going to keep adding. Mm-hmm. Like they, and you, if you're the opponent, you should understand why. This yeah. is all about looks right now. Yeah, I don't know. One last convincing chance. I, don't, I mean, I, 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 I mean it when I say I don't know this. Is Cincinnati capable of walloping Houston? I think Houston's not bad. I know that. They're pretty good. Since he had a little bit of a, a weird stretch a few weeks ago, they've played better since then. They've been starting to pound teams again. Right. But So I, I'd say, yes, they're capable, but I don't know if they will. Yeah. Now, as far as that Heisman goes, um, yeah, if, if, if Alabama were, beat, were to beat Georgia, that'd be clarifying because it'd put Bryce Young probably yep. at the top. But that's a big if. It's a big if. What do you do with C.J. Stroud right now? Is he out of it? I mean, is he out of the is he out of the one line? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he'll be in the he'll be in New York, but I don't think he's going to win. Okay, so I just don't know. I I don't know if it's just not obvious. Is it? There's there's <laughs> not an obvious choice. Like you will have a close vote. I think, like not like an Eric Crouch type year probably where it was very minimal the victory, but. There's just not an Minimal. obvious guy. There's not yeah. an obvious guy out there. Mm-hmm. Someone tell me who that is. I don't see it. Yeah, it's just not out there. There's plenty of candidates, but which one's obvious? I, I'm, I'm leaning towards Kenny Pickett. Are you? If he has a great game in the ACC championship and they win, he, he's going to take a big pick leap up there. Hutchinson has 13 sacks. And yeah, he, had three. he should be in New York. He had three in the game. I hope he's in New York. And when I think of the best football player in America, best football player, not best quarterback, best football player I think of Aiden Hutchinson hello Derek Bombeck and song of the day next an early break of the ticket guys are you worried that you're losing your hair do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you maybe you're thinking it's cool I'll shave it or I'll just wear a hat from now on or maybe even I'll just break the bank to get plugs but before you shave hide or replace your hair have you thought about regrowing it because there are effective FDA approved treatments that work one is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss the other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months and both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to roco slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow.